0: Hello, everybody, welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host, Blake, and I'm so excited because finally, at long last, we're doing Lightning Lacey book. What, what book was that? Aloha, can you say that? Yes, book two. Now, I have done some of trouble before, but they had some uh, hiccups along the way, as it were. So, we are going to be diving in again and making it better than it was in my last video. I'm gonna sound, or try to sound, a lot more peppy and happy, and see where that gets us. So without further ado, as I tell you the story of Lightning Lacey, book two, I want you all to sit back, relax, grab your girlfriend, grab your wife, grab your daughter, grab whoever. Take a deep breath and prepare the story of Lightning Legacy. I hope you enjoy. As we start, in about three, two, and one. Hello, everyone. My name is Brian. Brian Dash, and this is a story about how I met, oh, well, met again, found. I wish you'd say the most precious thing in my life My little girl By any way she or as I do call her My little dad Now It's been a long time since I've seen her In fact I thought I'd never see her again after the Screwball church was taken away But when I saw that note I am so new that I had to see her again and I was going to I want to hear what Now, I didn't know that going to the casino world would be a little, uh, risky. But to meet my daughter again, I would try anything. Anything and everything. Just to see her again. Just to see her, Just to see her smile. Just to see her laugh. And tell her that I love my little girl. If I loved him more my life, that I would, God would give up everything just to hold him on today and let him know that I love him with my heart, soul, and mind. Now, continue listening to this theme of my little girl's favorite song. And it ends. So, let it begin. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. My name is Brian Dash, and this is a story about how I was reunited with my beautiful little girl, Lightning Lacey. So, enjoy. <sighs> where? Where am I? Brian said. Uh. I felt my head. I'm not bleeding, so... Am I already dead? I slapped my hand. OW! No, I'm not... Not dead. Or am I just in the bad place? Mom always said I would go to the bad place if I wasn't good. Why didn't I listen? Wait a minute. I was in the bad place. I don't think trees grew down there. I looked at the sign that said... Forever free, growing forest. Uh... Yeah, okay, that was definitely a name from the Screwball TV show. Where am I? How did did I get here? Am I, like, at some convention? I hope not. Convention's really stupid, anyway cheap games that never even resembled the shows. Then I didn't even know there was a screwball convention around. That's weird. Oh, well, I said to myself, it's better to look around than just stand here and be awkward. So, I better do the only thing I can and look to see what I can do, and how I can get out of this place, and so on and so forth. So, I went looking around. And I saw these violet eyes staring at me. I don't know if it was a creature, but, or if it was a person, but, hey, my cards were on the table. And I did something that I probably shouldn't have done. I yelled at it. Hey, who are you? Where am I? I started to run off. I ran after it. Wait, wait, stop, stop! I'm. Uh, and I stopped. Uh, I just. Oh. Then I saw a sign. Whatever it was, brought me out of the forest, which was good to know. And I was at a road, and it said, the sign did, on the side of the road said, "Ketsuneville, two miles." All right, that's definitely the town for the screwballs. So, um, hmm, this is a, uh, this is interesting. Nonetheless, I decided I had to find my way out before something worse happened. Well, it could be worse than waking up in the middle of the forest with probably lots of dangerous creatures around, to meet these violent eyes that you don't know where in the world they came from, to be watching you as you slowly got up as you're wounded and kind of crazy, not knowing where to go, what to do, and how in the world you got there. How could this get worse? I shouldn't have asked that, because things can always get worse, especially when you ask that very question. So, I followed the sign home. I came to the small town, it looked like it was deserted. Or, were they hiding from me? The lights were still on, the candle that was at the end of town hall was lit, so they couldn't have gone far. So I did something that was quite stupid. I walked to one of the doors and knocked. Hello? I need help. Is anyone there? Of course. No one answered. I mean, as if someone was hiding from me. Would open the door as soon as I heard my voice with a wide... With open arm wide with a bright big smile. As if they were saying, "Hey, person I was just hiding from, sorry... We didn't know that you were looking for us. We're just hiding from you. Please come inside. They would not say that. So, I went to the next door and did the same thing. After a few more, I came to this one. It said, The Reading Oak Library. And I knocked. I saw... The same violet eyes looked at me through the window and knocked again. Please let me inside. I don't want to hurt you. That was the wrong thing to say. I mean, if someone ever came to my door and said, Come out here. I want to. I don't want to hurt you. As if that was the first thing I would go to. Because that seems like I'm saying, well, think about it. If someone, if the first thing they say is, come out, I don't want to hurt you, and that's their first thing they say, that means that that's what they're probably assuming to do, is to hurt you. It's, it's weird, I know, but I'm not used to public speaking or speaking to a pair of violet eyes I've only seen once. <clears throat> well, as expected, no one came out. So I decided to go to the next house. I didn't take more than two steps when one pair of arms grabbed me around the neck. As I cried for help, another one covered my mouth as they dragged me inside. I saw this one girl, or at least I assumed it was. Well, it looked like a girl and a personality-screened female, so I guess it was a girl. Looked at me and said, Who are you, and how did you find us, and where did you come from, and how did you get here? I couldn't answer. I was stunned, and her perfume was overwhelming. She jumped on top of me. Answer me! Where did you come from, and how did you get here? I. I don't know. I. I don't even know how I got here. I don't even know my name! Wait, you don't remember us? No, or any of you for that matter! She climbed off me okay um, let's start this over again so you don't remember your name you don't know how you got here no I don't do you know my name no I don't her voice instantly softened and took on more like a mother-like way <clears throat> she cleared her throat, <clears> throat> Okay, my name is screwball and your name is Well, you don't know your name for now. We'll call you Brian. How's that sound? That sounds oddly familiar Well, we'll just say um your name is Brian for now and we'll figure out what to do. Um, okay, so Tell you what um, I think I know a way to get you back to your land. Um, I'll need a book, which I get pretty easy. I mean, at the reading of Library. library. Um, I'll look through all my books and enchantments to open a portal to send you back to your world. That uh, seems... Uh, logical, Of course. So, um, you'll have to stay here for a few days. Um, you can have my bed if you like. I mean, I have a spare one, but... After all you've been through, and after me tentatively jumping on top of you and demanding answers and scaring you out of your wits, I guess I owe you a little something, so, um, well, I'll sleep in the guest room, you can have my bed in the cold square. Sound good? Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay, um, well, it's getting kind of late, so you might as well go and get some rest now. Because tomorrow, we got some discussing to do, and I'll tell you what I need to find. Alright. So I climbed into her bed. When I woke up the next morning, it was actually quite nice. She made me breakfast. She straightened up. She made sure I had everything I needed. A toothbrush, toothpaste, everything. She was even so kind to make my bed for me. Straightened it up, and then allowed me to sleep in it the next night. After I was properly rested and ready to start my day, she told me she needed a book, which she had that already, she needed a black crystal, extremely find. she had a dog that could sniff out gems, or at least she had a friend that had a dog that could sniff out the black gem. The black gems had a pungent odor, like a child that hasn't been changed. But it was a very powerful crystal nonetheless. A wizard that lived in a town. <clears throat> Long time ago, Grand the Yellow knew about it. Then she said that there was a book written by his star pupil, Starshine, that knew everything there was about every gem out there more than Grand the Yellow did. And he wrote a book on how to make the portal which is the book she had in her hand at this very minute. Now, she did say this. I'm going to go and get the gem, then I'm going to go find a red gem, make a magical staff, light light, and shoot magic through it to open the portal. While I'm gone, I'm going to let you stay here, but you have to promise not to run away. Stay here, and no matter what, Don't let anyone see you, and no matter what, don't go anywhere. I told her that's exactly what I would not do. I wouldn't go anywhere, and I wouldn't let anyone see me. She smiled and said okay. She didn't lock the door, but there was really no reason for her to leave. And, true, it got a little boring, but I could pass the time easy. With the wonders known as a book. I was writing one about the chapter of one of Starshine's spells. Since he was really good at potions and spells. Not any of that witchcraft stuff that you see in Harry Potter and stuff. But spells that were good, like how to have happiness. How to make someone dishonest, honest. How to make someone that was disloyal, loyal. How to make someone that was kind of greedy. You know, uh... Generous, how to make someone who is sad happy and laugh, how to make someone who is mean kind, and so on and so forth. So, as we're looking around for someone, or they're looking around for uh, the gym, I was enjoying a book. That's why I heard a knock on the door. Hello? Hello? Screwball? Are you in there? It's been a while since you came outside and played. I want to ask if you want to come and play baseball. No, 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 no. Of course, the one day (coughs) that Screw wasn't here, some random, I don't know, person, lady, I don't know. She smelled of cotton candy, and that's all that was overwhelming at that point in time. I need to get that cologne. I love the smell of cotton candy. Ah, that's not the time, Brian. Okay, so someone that's here that I'm not supposed to be seen by for very obvious reasons is here. I heard the knock again. Come on, you haven't been out in a while. She wouldn't stop. Obviously whoever this was didn't understand the words not here. She knocked again. Are you here? Open the door. Finally, my anger boiled over. She's not here I yelled. Oh great, I thought. Okay, if she wasn't gonna leave before, she sure as heck isn't it now that she knows that a complete stranger is in her friend who apparently is her best friend's home (sighs) okay stranger and friends home not gonna leave probably gonna barge in and see who the heck I am way to go dum-dum you really messed up this time wait a minute why did that sound familiar (sighs) I need to get my head examined there's no way all this has happened before could it? No. No, that's crazy. But I remember what I did in the past when I hid from my parents. So I ran. Dived underneath the bed and pulled the sheets down. To make it look like the bed was made, but just not made perfect. She walked in and was looking around. That's when I realized my foot was hanging out a bit. I shifted my body, trying to slide the rest of my body out underneath the bed when I hit my knee on the counter. Ah! Mm. I said, then covered my mouth, hoping that no one heard. Haha! Thought you could hide? I know where you're at, she said, as if it was some sort of game. She pulled that out of the sheets and the sheets and saw me. Ah! She yelled, slammed the door, and ran outside. That's not good. Whether she would come back and I traumatized her and she'd be hiding underneath her own bed, hoping that I wouldn't come and show up, as if I would, or whether she would come back with her mob with pitchforks and a torch, I did not know, but I didn't want to find out. So... I locked all the doors, all the windows, and for good measure, moved practically everything that was movable, from the doors and windows. That's when I heard more. Come, her friend, I assumed, and I heard a one with a southern ac- abs- little, accent. Sorry. Say, all right, sure, cube. You sure you saw um, what's his name? Brian in here? That's right, guys. I don't think he realized who I was. And I don't even know how he got here. Listen, Sure Cube, you better not be making this up. You call me crazy? Uh, no offense, Sure Cube, but that's exactly what in the hay I'm saying. I'm telling you, he didn't know who I am. Alright, I'll check it out, but if you're making this up, you're not going to have a good time. I don't want to bust in this door for nothing, don't you know? I promise it's him. Oh, great. Oh, well, there's no way in heaven they'll ever move what I moved in from this door. (coughs) Or maybe they could, I said, as the table broke and the door started to creak open. So, I jumped out the window, and fell a story down into a bramble patch. And, despite me landing on a pile of thorns, I did not scream bloody murder like I wanted to. Are you kidding me, sugar cube? Did I just kicked down the door for no dang reason? I'm telling you, he is here. Darling, said one with a kind of British accent, I dare say that this may not be what you thought. Are you sure that you're not, you're not feeling a little under the weather? Of course not! I know he's here. Um, excuse me, said one. Yes, you What is it? I don't mean to interrupt, but um what if I said then I know where someone's at? What are you talking about, dear? Well look in the Bramble Patch. There he is Uh Hi How are you doing? You stay right there, darling. We're coming down there, and then we have got some explaining to do. Well, I learned a lot of things from my parents. Which means if someone tells you that they want to talk to you, you run. So I began to run. They started yelling stuff like, Wait, and stop, and come back, and stay right there. But when someone is chasing you, and you have no idea who in the heavens they are, you do not wait. You do not stop. You run. And you run like heck. I began to run faster and faster until... Pause in the story. Before I continue with my little adventure, I think it's time I describe them. One of them wore all white and had a British accent and sounded similar to like a lady would back in British times number two this there was one that sounded like a farmer, one that sounded like a party entertainer, one that sounded very very shy, and finally oh that's about it and also one of them aka um miss Screwball sounded similar to a librarian slash fun-loving teenager If that makes any sense So as this little incident came to pass My cards were on the table. There was no way I could get out of this alive I gulped and prayed that the end would come quick but as I ran, I noticed that we lost track of the farmer. As I ran down the alleyway, hoping to get rid of him, that's when the farmer showed up in front of me. She doubled back. She must've knew my plan to escape and wasn't having any of it. Listen here, darling. I don't want to hurt you. Just tell us how in the world you got into our land and I'll let you go. Actually, we'll just trade you back to the library and Wait for our friend to get back, whose name you probably already know. Of course, I mean, it was Screwball. I didn't answer. I decided to try one of those things I saw from the ninja shows running on the side of the wall, and then doing a flip and landing on the other side of the farmer, catching her off guard, and continuing running. Normally, I suck at cardio, but not today. All I cared about at that point was getting out of the way and getting out of there in general, hoping I could somehow still keep at least one promise to Screwball. I tried that little move. It ended up with me flat on my back, gasping for air on the account that it hurt. A lot. And I did not like the pain that flared up in my arm. Out of place, I thought to myself. I tried to get up. She jumped on top of me and thankfully popped my arm back in place in the process and said, Listen here, Sugar Cube. I don't want to hurt you, but if you keep struggling and misbehaving, I gotta. Now I want you to simmer down and tell us who you are and why you're here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how I got here, or who I am. You don't remember anything now, do you, Sugar Cube? No, I don't know who I am, where I am, or who you are. How would I know this? i never even seen you before. All right, Sugar Cube. Now look, we're gonna take you down to Shure Corner for a nice sugary treat to calm you down. Then we're going to find out how to get you back to the Reading Oak Library without anyone else seeing you. Alright. So, as promised, they start taking me down to their local pastry, sure Q Corner. Uh, so, you guys lived here for how long now? Practically all our lives. I live on an on a apple orchard. That's my family's trait. My grandma ran it, my great-grandma ran it, and my pops ran it, along with my pops' mom and her mom and her mom and her mom for generation by generation. fact, she married one of the farm hands. My great, my dear Pappy. Pappy core. Core. All our names have something to do with some sort of apple. It's kind of our trait. It's our family name. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna question that. That's I'm gonna pretend that makes sense and continue. <coughs> so what's your name? They call me sauce. Short for applesauce. Uh that's an unusual name, but okay. And your names? We'll handle that when we get to it. Now, right now, all we need to do is... Um... Guys? Oh, yeah, yes, Well, uh, I found out the shy one's name, Charlie. I hate to interrupt, but, uh... Look. We looked. There was something running really fast towards us. Sorry, huh? Sorry, dear. Didn't want to do this, but but, you see? She's one of the people who can't let you see. And with that, they pushed me back into another bush. That was a bramble bush. My least favorite bush after the previous encounters. As I tried not to yell in scarring pain, because seriously, being shoved in a bush of brambles was not on my list of really fun things. Hey guys! Oh hey there, Lightning Lacey. What did that say? That name sounded familiar. I tried to look, but one of the one, the one, the ones, the British one, the one that I described as a lady was in the way, whose name turned out to be Dinky. <coughs> hey there, darling. So, uh, what are you guys doing? Uh, nothing, we're just um, talking with each other. Cool, I want you guys to know that the air show's coming up soon. Uh, you guys can come? Oh, we wish we could, but we don't have time, you see, we're awfully busy. I understand. Uh I guess I'll see you guys later then. And she left. Well, there must have saw the look in my eye, as I was about to ask. Yeah, okay, um you got something explained, do you? Who on earth was that? And what's the air show you're talking about? And why does it sound familiar? And why am I talking so much? They smiled and told me it wasn't a hindrance that I needed to worry about. They lied. I don't know how I knew it, but I knew it somehow. They weren't giving me the whole story. But, funny, it's better not to take off the people who technically ran whatever that place was. I figured it was best that I would just roll with the punches and hope I don't get hurt in the process. After all, that farmer did weigh a lot, guess around 200 pounds. That was heavy weight for a lady. So, I decided to roll with it. Later on, we finally made it back to the Shoe Cube Corner, which I heard so much about. And they weren't kidding me, they told me it was a pastry place. There was cake, cupcakes, pie, fritters, sugars, and technically everything. All the icing tasted like flavors i never tasted before. Sure, there was normal, but there was one thing that was quite about it. Everything that had sprinkles was rainbow-colored. Hmm, huh, I thought like the pastry place we have back home just with lots of stuff that they never had. <clears throat> but I didn't press the matter. any. So as we we're talking about what we should do and what we should make as a well, as a nerve calming treat I started to feel lightheaded then I passed out. I was in bed, back in the Reading Oak Library. I started to wake up when I heard Screwball say, What's going on here? Uh, he passed out. How did he pass out? That's a good question. We honestly have no good answer to that. We took him down to Cube Corner and tried to calm him down. He started to feel light-headed after a little bit, and before we knew it, he was on the ground, out cold. Did anyone else see him? Did... Did she see him? No, 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 don't worry. She didn't see him. But what we do know is this. It is not safe for him to stay here. We got him again back to his universe. This is a big mistake. But we gotta do something, sure, Cube, or there might be some dire consequences. I wanted to know what they were talking about. Who is this she that they were dead set on me not seeing? Why was it imperative that I get back to my universe? And on top of that, how did they know I came from another universe? When I didn't even remember. This was too odd. So... I laid back down and pretended to sleep to see if I could hear any more. Unfortunately for me, they stopped talking and they left to let me sleep. The next day, they lit up the fire staff, a magical thing they made. So they could light the black crystal on fire and open the portal. For some reason, water was on the table. They asked me if I needed anything to drink. That my throat would get really dry once I re entered my universe and that a drink would do me good. I said no I was fine, and they left it with that. <coughs> Goodbye, they all said. You've been a wonderful guest. I wish you could stay, but you gotta go now. I I understand, I said. That was a lie. I did not understand but I didn't really want to question the matters in case this really was a dangerous place and that I would possibly die. I've seen enough comic books to know that if I stayed in a place that was not meant to house me, that my my DNA and my body wouldn't be so jazzed about being in a completely different universe. So I said, sorry to Jet, it's time for me to go. We all embraced in a big hug. And I was ready to go through the portal. One. Two. Then the door opened. and shut. Hey guys. What's going? The voice stopped. I turned around. And my mouth fell open. It was a girl. Around 18 or 19 years old. with those rainbow pigtails with those deep violet eyes it was lightning lacy I looked around her neck and there was the lightning bolt bolt necklace I gave to her she said did daddy then all my memories started to flood back Our first day in the rain The first day with her bath time and everything <sighs> Let you see Oh, no That voice came But none other than Screwball, which kind of snapped me out of it. She's remembering. Hurry! Jump to the portal! They grabbed a hold of her, holding her back as she struggled, trying to get to me. Daddy, wait! Please don't leave me again. Go! Don't worry about her. We'll take care of it. Now, hurry before she gets all of her memories back. She stopped struggling and just began to cry. It was heartbreaking. That's when I grabbed the water bottle and poured the water on the crystal, ruining it, and the portal closed. I'm not leaving my daughter. Not again. I forgot. For now I remember. And with that, they let her go. I mean, her ran to each other and embraced in a big hug. As we cried, we hugged each other. Our face and our clothes were drizzled in tears. But we didn't care. We were finally together. After all the times the struggles, the pain that I've been through. Wishing and hoping and praying that I would meet my daughter again. That somehow we would meet again and that we could be together when this day came. After days later, life started to be like it was back on Earth. She ate her breakfast. I moved in with her. She was my daughter after all. And she said, Okay, Dad, I'm going to go and train for a race at my school. I'll be back later tonight. Alright, but be back at home before sunset. I will, Dad. Bye. Have fun. That's when finally me and Screwball were alone. Screwball said I'm gonna go to the next library That's a little bigger And Oh no you don't Talk now I need some answers Why couldn't I see her? Why did you tell me to jump through? What was this about This whole erasing Memory business That's something I want to know about Okay Remember the day when we took Lightning Lacey away? Yeah Worst day of my life. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, yeah, well, we kind of erased her memories so she wouldn't feel pain and sadness. And re- one hate us for all eternity for dragging you to away. Yeah, um, yeah, okay, yeah, I can see why you would do that, but, uh, small thing is, erasing memories isn't really the best way to go about things. Maybe you couldn't just explain to her, or... Better yet explain to me why you did that because quite frankly right now. I'm still wondering why you did all that Well We needed all of us to Okay fine we missed her she was our friend and we didn't want you leaving your universe It's not the way the world was the universe was meant for you to stay home and go through whatever you're going through and for her to be here. Well, obviously, the universe wanted us to be together and that's how I got here. Fair point. Anyway, <clears throat> she cleared her throat again. So, when we took her home, she was having nightmares and. Start to resent us for dragging you two apart. And uh, we brought our health back and erased her memories so the world and our lives would go back to normal until you came here. So you're saying all oh, this is my fault? Pretty much. <sighs> you know what? I'm not going to argue this matter. I don't want to go through that again. My life was a train wreck after letting Nancy left. It was... Oh, I fell back into the same depression that I was always in. My memories, too, were erased, but for a different reason. When she left, I couldn't go on. I cried and said how much I missed her, and how maybe one day we'll meet again. I was gonna try to knock myself out. Hard. Enough would make me forget my memories. With a hammer. As I swung it down, I guess I swung it too hard. Because when I hit myself in the head, I didn't wake for many days. I was in a coma the hospital with serious brain damage. I had to have a therapist that stayed with me. A living therapist and a living um physical assistant. Then when I came here my brain damage was gone. Luckily it didn't impair my reading because if I can read books, it would be horrible. But one thing I'm wondering is, did I die? Is that why that I don't have brain damage here? No. The reason why you don't have brain damage here is because this place is known as a paradise. It's not exactly heaven, I will, I will say that. But, in the world that we come from, it's meant to be happy and so there's no brain damage. There may be a sickness like blue flu, but mainly it's just peaceful. I see. I begin to feel white headed again. What's going on? Your DNA and uh. I don't know. cells aren't too happy about being in an alternate universe. That's where we're trying to you back. Eventually, your cells will break up, which will end in my destruction. We have an extra crystal we brought just in case. Would you like to go home? I'd rather die here with my little girl than go home go on living without her. I passed out again and this time I woke up in a hospital. That's when I saw a kitsune, a nine-tail. Her name was Celestial. Celestial. She said, Hello there, as her tails float in the wind. Which always seemed to follow her around, no matter where she went. Even in the hospital room. Uh. I know you. You should. I came with Screwball. My name's Celestria. Why? Why did you come to see me? Well, you see. Everyone decided that it was right. You were right. It was wrong for us to tear Lightning Lacey away from you and ready to start anew and try to start a new life with you in our lands. And with that, her tail span, spun at a fantastic rate. Then finally, a lightning bolt came from them. How that happened with the kitsune, I do not know, but that's besides the point. The lightning bolt struck me straight in the heart. But oddly enough, it didn't burn or sting. What was that? This was a lightning bolt that would help a non-universal person such as yourself live with us in our universe. You are now part of us now. And we are part of you. Welcome to our world. We'll have your hut made up in our village. How's that sound? It sounds okay you're here with me. Welcome to Kitsuneville, we hope you enjoy your time here, and we hope that you forgive us for tearing Lightning Lacey away, I forgive you, but now what, I don't belong here so what will happen now, that my friend is easy. Now that Slanding Lacey is here, and we have decided that you indeed belong with her, you can finally be with her for as long as you desire, as you are now a member of us. Welcome to being a part of the team, the Screwballs. They all gave me a big hug and smiled. I smiled back. But now what? Now, the story and your life with Lightning Lacey will finally continue. And that ends book two. Book three and four are still on my podcast, and I would like you to listen to them. That would be greatly appreciated. <clears throat> I hope you enjoyed this video. I had a lot of fun doing it for you, and it was wonderful. So I'm going to be playing the theme, a shorter version of the theme, as I say goodbye. Um, If you want me to make more of these, please let me know. I would that we really appreciate it and I'm glad they do it as these stories hold a sweet part in our heart for generation upon generation. So, as I was saying before, Thank you everyone for watching this video. I had a lot of fun doing it for you. I'd like to see you. Please, press that like in the face, loss? As always, high fives all around. Thank you so much for watching. And I'll be trying to make more videos of these because I had a lot of fun recording this for you. And these videos can hold soft, but in my heart. And there's no way I can just end the stories without adding on and having um, good stories to them. Not of not those mumbling, jumping, oh, you're overdoing it stories. But as I've ha- I said, I have to go because it's been late and it's time for me to eat. Thank you so much for watching. And I'll see you all next time I see you. Goodbye. And remember to look into those shadows because this world's a one. Please leave us a comment and review down in the comment section below. Thank you very much And as always, we're all day, we'll hang We with you all. Have a whole time. And when you're walking home pick up the midnight because it could be madness thank you everyone and good night